What's up? This is Coach Alonzo Carter, running back coach and recruiting coordinator for the 2020 Mountain West Champions, San Jose State Spartans. And you're listening to the All-Pro Jaffos. Spartan up. gentlemen welcome all pro Josh. this is episode 75 live on youtube from the coach nish zoom room recording this sunday july 18th 2021 welcome to the show ladies and gentlemen i am your host jp alongside me as always the best dj in the entire fucking country and it's getting proven and proven time and time again mr dj mad sticks yo and, of course, the always hilarious, always pessimistic, 610 Beast from the Southeast, Mr. Country K. Yo, yo, I'm certain I'm a champion. In multiple <laughs> avenues, I'm a fan of a championship team. I'm a champion in fantasy football. I'm a champion in my own sports in my life, like back in the gap in my younger days. Like I, 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 I engulf championship mentality in everything I put myself into. It seems like, and I need my respect. <laughs> Shout out to LeBron. Then you can then you can add it because I'm good with just the six centimeters from Southeast. <laughs> I'm cool with that too. You want to know why? You're a Giants and a 49ers fan. I think you have a hard life in, in a store for you anyway. Yeah. In the Giants' perspective, they're fucking one of the top five teams in baseball right now. First team to 50 wins. Uh, three wins in five, three World Series wins in five years from 2010 all the way through 2015. Not a hard life with the Giants. With the 49ers, on the other hand, I 100% agree with you, sir. It has been a hard life. It has no, been a hard, been a hard life. life. It's been a hard life for the Giants, too, big dog. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let you know something. Come on. <laughs> the Giants won those rings. Congratulations. Yeah. What did y'all do before that and after that? Shit. Absolute dog shit <laughs> after we lost Barry. <laughs> after Barry was gone, that fucking dog shit. Is- you got them little rings. It, it don't matter y'all got them little rings. It, it didn't amount to shit. I got you to witness, like it's not like people are afraid of y'all. Like I got to witness three championships in baseball in my lifetime. I'm cool. If they win another one, even better. Cool. If they keep winning them after that, hey, awesome. I get to enjoy that in my lifetime. My goal in my lifetime right now is to witness the 49ers Super Bowl before I fucking die. All right, at least one. If I can have one, have the memories Damn, of that. You go cool. I'm cool. I just need one in my <sighs> life. I just need one. 
Hey, you got to witness a few. You got to witness a few before they went in a downward spiral. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to witness some more before they go. Both of you in your lifetime, both of you in your lifetime have got to witness your team win Super Bowl. The last time the 49ers won a Super Bowl, I was three years old. I don't fucking remember that. I've got to see him win multiple Super Bowls. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Last time we won the Super Bowls in 1994, in my lifetime, I got to witness two Super Bowl losses, which you can ask my wife, absolutely unbearable after watching it because I don't want to fucking talk to nobody. I don't want to talk to a goddamn person. I would, for once, like to just be able to sit there and look in the side and go, there is something there. <laughs> I mean, you got, the, you got the Bears to root for, oh, so we'll oh, see if they make it. I if think the, the Bears, Bears win it. I think the Bears like, will make it before the Niners. If the Bears win it, I'll be like, at least you proved me right. <laughs> at least you proved me right. The Bears got to get past the Vikings. The Bears got to get past the Vikings. That's that's a big that's a big <laughs> thing to climb. Yeah. That's a big thing to climb. I'm like, uh-uh, that's not gonna happen. So look, you in two dead ends, bro. In two sides of your, your spectrum. No matter which way you turn, you in a dead end. But it's all good, though. Damn, y'all Y'all think I'm going to die like a bunch of Detroit Lions and Cleveland Browns fans just not witnessing any championship? That's that cold, man. I wouldn't wish that on either one of you guys. That's fucked up. <laughs> well, <here's the> <laughs> we don't wish it. We don't wish it. The Browns get a ring before we you know go. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> So you're saying you the hope they do, you're the just saying they won't. Jesus Christ. What a fucking time to be alive, huh? I'm certain the Browns get a Niner. You get a ring before the Niners. So you know what? what? If they don't have Baker Mayfield at quarterback, you might be right. <laughs> Bro, I'm really trying to figure out I'm, I got one question for you. I'm not even going to go to Baker. You seriously think you're going to win a ring with Kyle Shanahan after he got embarrassed 28-3 in the Super Bowl, bro? The very next year you end up in the Niners, you think he got the pedigree to take you there? But you don't think Baker Mayfield got the pedigree to fucking take his team? And he – bro, you turned out, dog. Oh, no, what? Oh, no, what's in that motherfucker in your hand, bro? I'm going to lie to you, dog. <laughs> everything everything that I have said – about make Baker Mayfield from like how he functions as a quarterback to what he needs to be successful has all been right. It's all been true. You take away his run game, he's fucking shit. You cannot rely on him to take you need to make sure that your run game is clicking and thank God they have pretty much the best running back tandem in all of football with Hunt and fucking Chubb. You want to know why that when you cool. got those guys being able to take yeah. the load off you, of course it's going to be easier. But you take that away and you put the ball in Baker Mayfield's hands, yeah, a couple of times he'll get it done for you, but the majority of the time in clutch situations he's not been able to get it done. And I've been right about that. But I mean, you haven't been right because it's like you're not giving him – you're not giving Baker benefit of the doubt. 
at all. No, you just right. Like, he's got to earn hey, it for me. Take those trash. You know, he, he's, he's he went to Oklahoma, hey, so he's trash. You're damn right. I'm like, he's got to earn it for me. He's got to earn it for me. Listen, yeah, yeah, because it, every other person just they just get it. You know what I'm saying? Like who? Like Trey Lance or like Jimmy G or like fucking or like fucking any name a Niner. <laughs> Like, your real life was like, my D-line is a superior. I'm like, bro, your D-line was a bunch of rookies. You was a bunch of rookies that nobody knew about. Just like when Colin Kaepernick first stormed the league, nobody knew. And they was nice. The very next year, they shut that shit down. And I'm trying to tell you, that D-line, just because they got hurt. Oh, I'm sorry, they hurt. I don't wish that on nobody. But at the same time, at the same time, Everybody watch film. Everybody watch film. You think those same defensive moves is going to work. You think that same ability and shit that you're going to do is going to work. It's not. People got better, and they got better to beat us. In the time y'all was hurt, people got better to beat us. So it's not like y'all are not even in a conversation. They trying to beat vet D-linemen, not rookie D-linemen. Like, they're just coming in. There's already one ring. People. He already got multiple rings from more teams, bro. I don't agree with Come that. Come on, dog. Like you gotta realize, you gotta realize in the case, in the case of in the case of Baker Mayfield, bro. <laughs> All right, I'm not even gonna go there. But in the case of Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield had two bad situations his first two years in the league. Two bad coaching situations. He had nobody to learn from. The very first year he had a solid coach to learn from, they went to the playoffs. He has to learn. He lost his number one receiver, and he had to develop. Granted, his number one receiver is a prima donna. So his prima donna number one receiver is not pressing him because he's out with an ACL injury. So now he's able to develop. He's able to do. He's able to learn from a good coach. So now he's able to take a step forward as a football player, not as a fucking actor. So should Cleveland get rid of That's what I'm trying to tell you, bro. It's like you keep thrashing Baker. No, that's what I'm trying to get you to understand. Odell is already Odell in the league. No, see, the thing is, it's like y'all got to get out of that mindset where it's like it's either Odell Beckham has to go or Baker Mayfield has to go. No, bro, they have to learn. Everybody has to learn. The same thing I told you this past season with the Bucs when we didn't have offseason, we have to jail. We have to figure it out together. We have to learn. They have to learn. Baker Mayfield just learned how to win and win a playoff game. He's going to come back this next season. They're going to learn how to win. Odell got humbled by that injury. Odell's going to come in. We'll see. We'll see. He doesn't need any more bitch-assness from his wide receivers. And speaking of bitch-assness, let's get the segment started. Mad bitch assness with mad sticks. Mad sticks, what is our topic of bitch assness today? We're gonna talk about Stephen A. Smith today. He's gonna get the award for this week. <laughs> so earlier in the week, you know, we had the baseball all-star game. So Stephen A. Smith, you know, takes a platform where he has this huge platform, platforms, not even just platform, where millions of people watch these shows, and he goes on here. And bashes the Asian dude for uh, not for needing an interpreter to speak. So his actual comments, uh, where he go right here? Uh, oh, where'd he go? Damn, I just had his comments. I'm gonna keep scrolling for his comments. Yeah, but you know, just uh, bashes Asian dude for needing an interpreter. Talking about he can't be the face of baseball because 
he needs somebody to talk. Not only did this dude speak, uh, you know, his own language, but he also speaks. He also speaks Spanish. So, but you took a situation where, like, you know, there's already like all this Asian hate in the world, and then you just, you know, basically just shit it on this man because he don't so, he don't speak English for you because you don't, you know, you don't like the way he's talking on TV. That's that's when I when I saw it, I was like, hold on, he said. Again, paraphrasing, you know, basically because he didn't speak English, it was going to be hard for him to be the face of baseball. Okay. Now, he, I mean, it, it, I mean, no, no, no. You, you were, you were, again, I'm paraphrasing. I'm not sure if that's exactly what he said, but essentially, you know, the fact that he needs an interpreter and everything that's going on saying, you know, because he doesn't speak English, he can't be the guy to be the face of the league. That's where, I look at it and go, how do you be a spokesperson? You know, for example, during the Black Lives Matter movement and everything else like that, how can you be a spokesperson for that and then talk down on somebody else? When you're talking about all the equality, you want everything to be right down the middle for everybody and everything like that, and then you make comments like this. It's like, hold on, just because he doesn't speak English doesn't mean shit. You got plenty of players in the league, black players in the league from Cuba and Dominican Republic, Venezuela, and all that shit that are in the league that barely speak any English. And they're tearing it up. And you're praising them, but because, I don't know, because he's Japanese or whatever it is, and he's putting up these godly numbers that haven't been seen since Babe Ruth, and in fact, they're better than Babe Ruth's numbers that he's been putting up. And you, I mean, he, he he did come out and apologize for it and everything, but I'm kind of like, yeah, that's something that he's going to have to do. But it's kind of like you need to start proving yourself something different now because you can't talk one game and then go completely contradict yourself in the speech of another person. Like, you can't. You can't do that. You can't do that. And that's so what I found, like interesting in this movement too. Like you find like a lot of like because like the Asian community, you know, like you go to like some of these Asian stores and they look down on black people. So you have a lot of these leaders that are in the uh, like in the movement that are talking down on these people that are still talking down. It's like why should we stand in solidarity with them when they don't even like us? You know, and it's, you know, so you you get a lot you get a lot of it, you know, in the movement, um, you know, from from leaders, you know, that are saying these things. And that, that's when you be, it becomes dangerous in the fact that it becomes tribal. Still, mm-hmm. you're not getting anything done at this point. Like you're, you're like we we want acceptance and equality from the white people. We want them to recognize it, but the Japanese and the Asian people, nah, y'all. So hold on. So here's the problem. I'm sorry, Josh, I can't let you finish. Go ahead. Uh, here's the problem. Lived all my motherfucking life until I moved to Cali. So I'm just going to let you know. The motherfuckers come to our neighborhoods. The motherfuckers want our money. The motherfuckers They'll look at you like a motherfucker. Not, they'll treat, they treating the same people they want to come get their money. That's why black people You taking our bread, and we the main one feeding. 
and you motherfuckers is looking at us like we doing the shit to you. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's why motherfuckers shit. That's why motherfuckers is like, we can't stand in solidarity with you like that. It's like, nigga, it's difference between fucking allies and motherfuckers that just want to be out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They just want to fucking ride the wave like Steven. You know what I'm saying? Like, see, he just want to ride whichever way, take him to his fucking paycheck, bro. Yeah, you yeah. get what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm just, just to go ahead and fully explain why folks saying that, that's why they saying that shit, because it's like, like the mistreatment has to stop, bro. It's like, dog, we all getting fucked off left and right, just like y'all motherfuckers, dog. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, we getting fucked off, and you treating the mother... You know what I'm saying? By the same motherfuckers. And you yeah. want to sit here and try to fucking goddamn compete. You want to be like them folks. You want to go over there and look like them. All right, cool. Go over there. Just understand when you go over there and they treat you like how they've been treating you, don't come back and be trying to ask for help. That's what motherfuckers are saying. So mm-hmm. it's like, you got to really understand, mm-hmm. bro. Like, it's either you over here and we're going to try to make this shit work so all, everybody can fucking live cohesively. Or and we make it tribal, my nigga. Get your stripes. So if you, this the bed you made, bro. Yeah. That's why I said we with y'all, but at the same goddamn time, we can't continue to take the mistreatment for every fucking body. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Every fucking Fair. body, dog. Like every Fair. motherfucking body. And that's speaking from the goddamn heart. You know what I'm saying? Like I, every fucking body, dog. I'm tall as hell. That shit sound cool in sports, but in real life, motherfuckers is following us. You know what I'm saying? The motherfuckers, is, they just follow. The fucking Walmart an hour ago, dog. Follow me all around Walmart. I have five items in my motherfucking hand. And most of the motherfuckers working as Mexican. So that's why I keep trying to get you to understand. It's like motherfuckers is deluded in their mind of who the fuck the goddamn people that's trying to fuck you over at. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the realest motherfucking shit because I'm trying to fucking mince my words. But at the same goddamn time, like shit got to be said, bro. Yeah. If you oh, yeah. want help, be understanding who your help is. You yep. sit right there and you go fucking every motherfucking goddamn Sunday. You watch a goddamn football game where 75% of the goddamn team is black. But then you go right to motherfucking Walmart and act like these same black motherfucker that's built just like them niggas is a criminal. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's different. If you see him in criminal activity, then he's a criminal. You can't just judge that shit based off of what the fuck you see. That nigga can be fucking high-level intelligence, a goddamn genius. Had the highest aptitude score in the fucking world, but you just treat this motherfucker like a criminal based off of what you see. But then in the, in the flip yeah. side, motherfucker like me, I can't fucking goddamn walk around mad and shit like that. But I do. I walk around mad every day. Every day. Because it's like, dog, I can't keep suppressing this motherfucking shit, dog. I can't. Like, at some point in time, it's going to break, and I'm going to get myself in. So I just try to my best to fucking not socialize or fucking distance myself from everybody. So it's like, dog, we got we got fucking goddamn allies and shit like that. Everybody ain't a motherfucking goddamn villain and shit like that. But at the same time, the folk that sit here want to speak all that bullshit, you got to realize you can't be out here trying to fucking straddle the goddamn fence. Yeah, the fence, yep. You get what I'm saying? Like, you pick a motherfucking side. Yep. Pick a motherfucking side and stop trying to fucking make it. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck, dog. God damn shit. Yeah, I mean... I, I couldn't have said it any fucking better. Like that—that's literally a hundred percent spot on. You like, like you said, you can't fucking straddle the fence. You know, you—you got to pick a side. Be on that side. Yeah. 
can't do it just for likes or just for views or just because it causes a stir because it, like no and you're putting yourself into a hole that just it completely contradicts your original speech from before and it just you know pick a side you got to be able to now you don't realize what do you want, you want this to be good you, or you want to stay this way you know, he all about the movement or whatever, but like, have you really been out there though? Like, have you gone to these front lines? Like, have you had to, have you been assaulted on these front lines? This is all stuff that, you know, this is, you know, me, I, me doing it, you know, even with the whole organization, this was something new for me. And just being out there, just being assaulted, not knowing if somebody gonna, you know, start shooting at you, just dealing, you dealing with all these white supremacists. And then you get on TV, you know, you playing around like, you know, now you want to apologize and, you know, you say what you want to say. You just adding fuel to the fire. You just keeping it going. When really the common enemy is the white man. Like he the one like they don't want fucking this all over really at the end of the day. So it's just if we're going to come together, come together. Don't pick and choose. Don't pick and choose. This will be the last thing I say. It can't be what's convenient. My bad. Well, uh, yeah, Sorry, that's the last ahead. thing I was saying towards this shit. Fucking, I don't agree with everything buddy say, but Kwame Brown was 100% right about Stephen A. Smith. Like, if people don't know, Kwame Brown was dead accurate about Stephen A. Smith, bro. Like, not that zaddy boy shit, but basically just talk about the full synopsis of how he get down. He was 1,000% right, bro. I Honestly, I've been watching first taking shit. You know what I'm saying? Once Skip left, I probably watched that shit the next year with Max and them. You know what I'm saying? Max and Molly, whatever the fuck. I was like, Max don't know what the fuck he talking about. And Stephen A. Smith be trying to sound entirely too smart. So I was like, that shit don't be making sense. So it's like, I stopped watching. But at the same time, Kwame Bryant had a very good point. Like I just, excuse me, like I just said, he riding the wave. He said the same thing. So not trying to plug his YouTube or nothing like that, but Y'all go listen and go check out and reference, you know what I'm saying, what I'm talking about now. Because Buddy was 100% accurate about his fucking Stephen A. Smith. 100%. 100%. Moving on into the next segment. Before we do, as always, you guys know these episodes were brought to you by Raise Energy. Raise Energy right now is going through a whole lot of deals. There's too many to really talk about. So if you want to see more about it and you want to get to see more, there's gear that's being put out. There's another flavor that's going to be dropping this month. It's Raise Energy is expanding like no energy drink really has before it. So get to it, repsports.com, R-E-P-P sports.com. Use the promo code Alpha Raise. For 15% off of your order. We're going to try and see if we can get that bumped up a little bit more. I've been talking to the Braves guy for the ambassadorship, so he's thinking that we can possibly do the same thing, bump it to possibly 20%. But for now, you can get 15%. They have other promo codes there too, but be sure to use the Alpha Raise that helps us out and that helps you out, and we're all helping each other out. So go do that. REPPSports.com, Alpha Raise. We'll get you raised. Join the rebellion. Let's get going. Next segment, Mr. Country K, we came up with the news of Tom Brady played the entire season, the entire Super Bowl season with a torn MCL. And uh, you you have some thoughts about Mr. Tom Brady. Express yourself, sir. What is going on with Mr. Tom Brady? 
I just still on mute. My mic was muted. <laughs> okay. You good? Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, there we go. Yo. All these fuckers just pulled up to the goddamn house a couple hours ago. That's why the internet fucked off. You know what I'm saying? Like, goddamn. Too many people on the internet. Get off. Mad Six, you got anything to say about Tom Brady and his MCL? Are you at all surprised? Because I'm not. Nah, that's just Tom Brady. Like he gonna he gonna play. He trying to he trying to prove some shit. He trying to prove he the greatest of all time. So, I mean, before we officially started, those who started watching with us here on YouTube channel, Native Bros Productions YouTube channel, um, it is. I'm trying not to diminish it because it is amazing. A 43 year old, 44 year old guy playing at the highest level on the tour MCL. That is impressive. But again, it is at a point where you do know that he has this treatment. You do know that he has, you know, great doctors and health, dietitians, all of that stuff, you know, to make sure that his body's right. So pain management, all that stuff, it's, it's easy for him. Even at 43 years old, it's still easier for him. And he's kind of been dealing with pain, he's been hit, he's torn his ACL before, dealing with all that, and he still comes back and proves that he's the best to ever walk on the field. And it, it's it's amazing, but it's not surprising. So yeah. that's why I'm kind of just like, it's just another notch on the belt of the greatest of all time. It, it's just proving once again that Bill Belichick needed him. <laughs> Without Tom Brady, Bill Belichick yeah. really has nothing. All right. So what do you got, Kay? He's back. Muted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, can y'all hear me now? Yeah, now we can. Yeah. All right, I, I had to get close as shit to this Wi-Fi box. So, um, pretty much, I had to let all the hate mail go first. You know, you know, uh, talking about treatment and all that shit. The same treatment that I'm gonna be honest with you, Tom Brady, Tom Brady's TB12 treatment is not nothing fucking new. It's not like he's doing anything innovative. It's not like he's doing anything like too progressive to when it's like we need to fucking goddamn all these years in between to fucking figure out, you know what I'm saying? It's it's not. Like, a lot of quarterbacks could have done it. You get what I'm saying? A lot of quarterbacks could have done that shit. You get what I mean? A lot of them players that you lost to injury for the Niners won ACL and MCLs. They could have done Boso it. was the ACL. but And Thomas was ACL, too. Well, look, I'm going to just tell you right now. Ligaments, right? That's a ligament? All right, cool. That's all I'm going to say. Ligament. If we're going to gumbo pot everything, we're going to gumbo pot it. 
All these players could have done the same goddamn thing and they didn't. <laughs> he, he 43, he done it. Them motherfuckers are 20. 20 something. Rookie, new booties. You know what I'm saying? Still got a Similac and cocoa milk on their mouth. You know what I'm saying? That's like, why I'm saying I'm not taking anything from him. It's just not surprising. No, it, it's it should surprising. be. It's like, yeah, it's not surprising when a quarterback that has seven rings. You know what I'm saying? Does something that's like, oh, well, he has the most rings of all time. It's like, no, no, that's impressive. If that's Tom Brady's first ring, that's impressive. If Pat Mahomes did that shit last year, y'all be like, oh, my God, Pat Mahomes. No, bro, that shit is impressive. Tom is not a fucking mobile quarterback. Tom also got sacked a lot (laughs) this past season. A lot in his fucking goddamn standards. You know what I'm saying? The fact that we wasn't jailed together, the fact that we had no offseason, all that shit plays a part in timing. We lost O-Lyman. We lost AQ Shipley for the rest of his damn career. You get what I'm saying? Like, we lost players. And right after, I mean, right before we lost AQ, fucking goddamn Ali had a concussion. So it's like, bro, like, I'm trying to tell, we lost players too. That's O-Lyman. And Tom was getting sacked. And he had a fully torn MCL. That's MCL poppy from here on, bro. Like I'm trying to tell you. So to fast forward, I just want to give him his flowers, but to fast forward, Bucks also won team of the year in the ESPYs. You know what I'm saying? Tom won man of the year, but that's cool. You know what I'm saying? But we won team of the year. And the, the, the highlight of the ESPYs for me was JPP. JPP was so drunk, he didn't even let Grunt be Grunt. Grunt said like a little bit, and then JPP took over like, yo, yo, shout out to my dogs. Shout out, shout out to my, my actual dogs. Shout out to my Frenchie. Shout out to my Shisinsu. Shout out to you in the front row in the white dress. Shout out to the cameraman that got the solo on my tee. <laughs> Even JPP was so fucked up at the ESPY, yo. <laughs> yo, that was the that was the highlight for me. If y'all ain't seen that clip, please watch it. JPP was fucked up. He was fucked up, yo. <laughs> he was he was like Tom at the fucking goddamn celebration at the boat parade when Tom came out with the motherfucking goddamn goddamn avocado tequila. Tom was looking like this. He looked. Bro, Tom look like white Stevie Wonder, like. Um, Tom was having to be carried everywhere he went. <laughs> Dog. And so do the same two musicians I said. <laughs> he carried everyone, too. Tom was out there like, oh, yo. Oh, man. All right, I don't want to celebrate my team one last time. This is my topic. I ain't gonna, I'm promise you, I ain't gonna even bring up the bucks no more because we over this shit. You know what I'm saying? One last thing about my team though. We have a a thing on YouTube that uh is every week. I watched it, but it basically recap the season. I'm pretty sure every team does it. It's almost uh it's not in the form of hard knocks. Y'all go watch hard knocks cowboys on that thing. Um, but it's almost it's like a recap, like a you know what I'm saying, like a vlog. It's a vlog for sure. It's called In the Current. But it's so dope, and it's like they go over multiple games. Like, even when we lose, like, they talk about it straightforward. Like, they basically just give you a whole recap of the season. But um, the last episode that just came out, it was the playoffs. So it was Washington. It was Washington, uh, New Orleans. 
So we're going to do the Super Bowl, I guess, this coming week or whenever it comes out. I'm pretty sure the Super Bowl's next. But they was like, it's been pretty much breaking down the season of like poor moral troubles and shit like that. I'm going to be honest with you. I completely forgot that the Bucks had a seven-hour delay when we played the Panthers the second time. Like, it was a bad rain delay because of the hurricane. It was a hurricane in Florida. So, I mean, a lot of teams overcame shit. You know what I mean? Like, we all had to deal with the COVID shit. The Niners didn't have an excuse. They had a fully held, uh, fully whole season. And they went to the Super Bowl and lost that shit. Shout out to the Niners with uh, B-Rabbit oh. as their coach. Shout out. <laughs> Mom, spaghetti, spaghetti. <laughs> This fucking guy. Anyway, there's enough about Tom Brady. Let's talk Vomit about too much anyway. Let's talk about too much anyway. Let's get into the last talk of the day. We talked about it amongst each other earlier in the week. It's been an ongoing thing, but Richard Sherman. Uh, I mean, the video is there, him trying to basically force his way into his in-laws home. And I think it was fighting the father-in-law. Something yeah. like that, kind of bust open the door. Um, earlier that morning, I guess he ran his car into a construction barrier and then parked it in a parking lot and ditched it. Um, the Those charges of the uh, burglary, domestic violence, those charges got reduced. Yeah, so it's like five misdemeanors now? Yeah. But when you look at it and it's like, of all people, this is the NFL PA vice president of the executive committee. So I don't know, man, this just isn't a good look. I mean, he's obviously not on the team. He's still a free agent and everything like that currently, but it's just not a good look for him. Like at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the question becomes now: Does any team even sign it? Does any team even? He's thirty-three, going on thirty-four. Does anybody sign him from here on out? I think he'll get signed because I don't think he's going to do time behind it. He's going to do like probation. I don't think he's going to do time. He's going to do some, you know, some classes. He's going to got to do. He's going to do some probation. He gonna get suspended for you know amount of time, and he might lose that you know position as VP. But I think I think somebody assigned him though. I mean, he's still. I mean, he's Richard Sherman. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's an ugly look. You know, it's just a, it was a bad look, but you know, we don't I mean, know. Like, we don't know like what caused him to like. Hide all like all we know is an accident. Like we really don't know his side of the story. Like what all took place, you know. I mean, regardless of what took place, like your actions, you know, you gotta you gotta be able to control yourself. But what led up? What you know? What all led up to this? I mean, the wife did Man. come out and say it was definitely out of character. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He. I mean, did thing to come out and say there's DUI attached to it too. So there was obviously alcohol involved in the whole situation. 
but it is one of those just especially with the video footage and all the information that's come out about it definitely not a good look yeah no, it's a bad, <laughs> definitely a bad situation do they continue to hold his spot as the vice president of the NFPA via the executive committee? Does he step down from that spot? Do they keep him there? Does it, does it even matter at this point? I mean, let's look at it this way. The NFL has let people into the NFL who have done way worse. Yeah. He didn't harm anybody physically, although from the looks of it, he intended to. He was trying to get through the door to get yeah, to whoever he was talking to. Door, like, what would have happened, but... You know, that's either near saying, you know, we don't know. Exactly. We don't we don't know. Yeah. It could have just been a pushing and shoving match and that's it and you know, call it a day. Now this but it didn't even get to that point. Dad would have popped that fool. He was armed and had pepper spray. You'd you'd have caught one. I mean, you gotta do like a football player, like you know, he gotta be hella strong and just raging out, busting through your door. Okay. I don't care who you are, son-in-law. I don't care if you take it to the temple. <laughs> you know, but I'm just like, nah, but yeah. So like, you know, good thing he didn't get through the door. Good thing he just, you know, kind of walked away or whatever. The police got there, but yeah. But then the fact that he. He fought with he fought with police enough to where they actually sick the canine unit off. Yeah, so, like if you off two bottles, you're not really you ain't really thinking anyway. So I'm Richard Sherman. They wouldn't sick they wouldn't sick the dogs on me. I'm Richard Sherman. So yo, I ain't got past the part where he was like, "Yo, he came my daughter, came Howard, yo." <laughs> Yo, and that's on life. That's on motherfucking life. <laughs> right. I'm like, you come through that door. Bro, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Uh, first off, the man drove two miles to push and shove somebody. All of this shit was the lead up to me crying, bro. <laughs> Yo, the man walked two miles to push and shove somebody, Josh? Nah, nah I highly doubt that shit. Not the way, the way he was trying he... to get through that door. He hit that door. He hit that door like he was trying to tackle somebody for real, bro. He was hitting the door like a slam machine. Bye. That's what he was doing. That would have ended badly. Yeah. yeah. But no, on some real shit, you can tell based on his demeanor on the video, whatever the fuck he wanted to fight a dude. You get what I'm saying? Like, that wasn't no female type situation. You just heard a female scream because... Female, I'm be honest with you, not not in that situation, not in that case, but females be in the way sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like no, but the whole like that, the whole thing, you know what I'm the whole thing had nothing like, to do with the wife. His whole beef was with the father. Bro, listen what to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, females be in the way sometimes. Like in a situation like that, right? You would tell your significant other, "Get out of the way. Go in the back. Go, you know what I'm saying? Get out of the way. You get what I'm saying? You got you got an intruder, and you right there to defend your shit." Don't stand your ass by me because now you collateral damage. Niggas go at you instead of me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get out the way. Get out the way. So all that extra screaming made the video sound weird. You know what I'm saying? Made it sound fucked up. If she out the way and she not by the damn door screaming, this two dude, get the fuck out of here, Richard. Like, that shit don't sound too worse. Like, Richard, get the fuck from my, from my house. You know what I'm saying? Like, two dudes arguing. 
and Richard saying, come out here, what's up? Like, the shit he's saying is like calling somebody out. Like, those are like, I'm in practice trying to fight somebody or I'm in the street trying to fight somebody. Like, that's what he was, that's what he was doing. Like, he wasn't no, he ain't say no bitches. He ain't say no, I know the derogatory terms that, I mean, terms that a fucking goddamn reference to a female. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it was all like, it always feel like male energy. You get what I'm saying? That's why it's like, I understand the whole situation and the way he made he made his family feel. You get what I'm saying? Like that, like how Jen said off camera and shit, like the way he made his family feel and shit like that was very unacceptable. You get what I'm saying? Like he put a lot of fear in females' hearts and shit like that. Mm-hmm. He kind of make you look a certain way for the rest of their fucking life. Yeah, you get yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, dog, you can't be doing certain shit like that. But again, everybody in that motherfucking situation know that <laughs> Richard probably ain't I mean, you can like you can tell, you know when somebody don't like somebody and they gotta put up with a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty much what the fuck that looked like. You know what I'm saying? Like the last straw that comes back. That's why when we was talking about the shit off camera before we knew what happened, that's why I said what I said because my first assumption before we got the news, everybody, I said that Richard because he went to Texas and did try uh did the little sit down with the Cowboys. I said he came back. Sars call was missing. Automatically just went over there. You know what I'm saying? Just a, like fully assumption based off of the fact of, you know what I'm saying? Like history and shit like that. That's what I thought. But again, once we find out he did all that dumb shit, it's like, it also makes sense in that regard too. Like the man was just like, he went atomic, bro. Like the man went so far gone. He was so fucking going off festivity, dog. Again, unacceptable, not excusable. I understand where it's at, though. You know what I'm saying? I understand where it's mine. Low, like, not all the way to the degree, but, like, in a smaller degree. Because I don't have an NFL career to lose, bro. But I've been in that situation where my anger has took over and i fucking done, or not done, but I've said some shit that I have shouldn't have never said. You get what I'm saying? Like, I've said, I've most definitely said some shit. But as far as, like, beating on fucking women and doing all, nah, bro, that ain't me. You get what I'm saying? So that's why I'm just trying to, like, I'm just, like, I understand the train of thought slightly, but not completely. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, that That looked like male energy that he was trying to fight somebody, fight the girl daddy or some shit. But as far yeah. as, like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I man. mean, regardless, he obviously shouldn't have even put himself into that situation. Um, but, I mean, you know what you represent and everything else like that. It always comes down. Yeah, we are all human. We all make bad choices and stuff like that. But when you're a grown man and stuff like that, and you're still in free agency, you haven't found a team yet, and you're in a situation, you know, he came out and apologized. He said that he apologized for it and that, you know, dealing with his own challenges and everything else like that. But for anybody else, they would say the same thing. Yeah, you have your challenges, but you got to be able to make the right decision. So, you know, you're not just putting your own life in danger by crashing the car and everything. You're talking about other people's lives at hand. You know, yeah. the construction workers that were there and stuff like that that witnessed the whole thing that called the cops there for that. It's just... I Can you learn from his mistakes and you know, get through from it. Yeah, because obviously Sherman has never been in this situation before. It's like a first-time thing, you know, for him. So it's kind of one of, okay, it is an out-of-character thing. 
you know, we can forgive that. We know the intentions. You know, it wasn't, you know, apologize for it, everything else like that. The charges have been reduced, all that kind of stuff. It's it's forgivable. It's forgivable. Like, but again, thank God that door didn't give. Because like you guys said, the way that looked, those intentions were to put hands on somebody. We know it wasn't going to be the wife because, you know, he, we know he was directing it towards the father-in-law. We know that that's so it wouldn't have been that type of domestic violence. It would have been just him fighting the father-in-law. But like Mastic said, with pepper spray, <laughs> fucking, just, <laughs> it would have been it would have been an absolutely terrible situation. So thank God the door didn't didn't give. But it is also one of those situations where you can go, all right, you apologize. What actions now at this point, what are you going to do to kind of make yourself in a better light? But that, yeah, it would have been, yeah, Mad Six brought up a great point there. A great point. It would have been so bad. It came off the hinge. It would be like, pop, 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 pop. It would have sound like the 4th of July in that bitch that night. Can you imagine? Let's fuck it. Let's talk about. Can you imagine? Instead of the news of Richard Sherman trying to break in, it would have been Richard Sherman is dead because he tried to get into his in laws' house and he got blasted on his way in. Have these videos of him breaking the door down and you just getting shot like. You came into somebody else's property who has a registered <laughs> weapon. You're not supposed to be there. You bre- I don't give the a fuck first, if you registered or not. You come in that motherfucker. The, you the first two, the first two you hear were the warning shots. <laughs> and everything know. else after that, ain't no warning shots. I'm not warning you. Straight. <laughs> don't come family. in. I'm not warning. Special. Don't come in here. Don't get. All right. Come in here. I'm not even telling you don't come in. You come in if you want to. <laughs> I'm not talking the to you. Door was the warning. The <laughs> locked door was the warning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, hey, look. To be honest with you, bro. Just all right. Hypothetically, if you were a part of the Legion of Boom, right? Right. How long do you wait to talk shit about Richard? Like to Richard, not out like out in the media, but talk shit to Richard or be a text message. Because you know they still got a Legion of Boom group, like text group. How okay. long do you okay. wait okay. before you be like, bro, we all knew you was the weakest one? Cam <laughs> <laughs> Chancellor probably texted him going, What are we doing? What are we doing? Cam hey, Chancellor sent him the eyes. Only the eyes, bro. He didn't see him anything else. Just the eyes like. But it was just, well, I can't, that, that's absolutely insane. We would actually be talking about a completely different story right now had he actually got through that door. Man, he got through that door. Man, yeah. would have been talking about how many bullets they don't had to pick up off that goddamn ground, bro. Mm-hmm. But unless it depends, it depend, honestly, it kind of depends on how old his, uh, his uh, father-in-law is and how he's built. Because if he built like any one of the football coaches in Florida, he would have been – that boy would have been switched. He would have emptied the clip. 
Yeah, but if this if this father in law got a motherfucking he got a caretaker come and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? That that gun gonna flick him back on the first shot. You know oh no, dude, you know he knows how to use it because to be able to have a registered weapon and everything, I mean, you got to be able to go to the firing range at least a couple of times. I mean, you don't have to, but All right, if you want to be able to know how to use your weapon correctly, go to the fucking range. Go learn how to use it correctly. So you know right. this guy would have been empty the clip straight center with fucking Swiss cheese. See, here's here's what here's where we differ. Yes. You should go to the fire range. I agree with you on that. That was my first point. Secondly, they're in Washington, bro. Washington let yeah. the people take over the fucking police station, dog. Like <laughs> Washington is a third world country, bro. Like <laughs> They got different set of rules, dog. Yo, they got different set of people from Washington is different, bro. They different, bro. They different. I'm telling you, that boy probably got a he probably got a desert eagle in that bitch, probably flicking little shit back like a booger. Fucking <laughs> 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 hand cannon. Just... <laughs> God damn. Blowing him away, fucking, <laughs> fucking, what is it, that Magnum? Just fucking, boom, just. Uh, yo, I'm be honest with you. On, on another, on a side note that's relative to the story, I think Richard Sherman's going to get signed by the Cowboys on some real shit. You got to think about it, though. Think about it. As a player, why not? I, I, that's what I'm saying. He you can he can mentor he can mentor player. the rookies you guys just drafted. All right, hold on. Let's not go there. <laughs> Let's not go there. Your ass almost went to jail, big dog. You was in jail. Let's just try to keep you in the league right now. <laughs> Let's keep you in the league. We had A B mentoring nobody. <laughs> I'm just going to let you know that. Hey, look, we won because my belly. <laughs> Bruce Arians said that. He said we pretty much had the same team last year. This is all because of one night. <laughs> one night. That was a shot at Jameis. I'm talking about big shots at Jameis. <laughs> but I'm telling I mean, you right he, now. He did go and say, if we can win with Jameis, we can win with anybody. Oh, that's a fact. I told yeah, you he, that. He Jameis did go off and say that. I, bro, I told you Jameis Winston was so trash. But no, but that's not what I'm saying. I the reason why I say Richard Sherman going to go to the Cowboys because that's honestly, those are the type of players that Jerry Jones get. That no, I'm serious. Like not not saying troublemakers, but if they are in trouble, it just depends on their level of talent. Richard Sherman has crossed that threshold. So when he is a Hall of Famer and he still can be productive at a high level, just not the number one corner. Like he can go to safety or some, some shit. I don't even think he can go to safety. He didn't tackle like that. What? Nah, not for sure. Nah, he didn't hit like that. He doesn't tackle like that. I don't. Bro, they got Makai Parsons. They got fucking Jalen Smith. They got fucking Fox on it. They don't need niggas to tackle at safety. (laughs) They need somebody to cover and back the damn ball down. Bro, the Cowboys was getting their ass whooped. Them people motherfuckers taking the top off like Diana sausages, bro. You're wilding. No, no way to put the top back He's on. Not, they taking that bitch off, ripping it off. He's not fast what? enough to cover center field like that. Oh, you are wilding, bro. Oh. Oh, they drafted corners and linebackers that fast enough. 
Hold, hold on, hold on. I really want to hear what Massey, Massey, you cannot possibly believe that Richard Richard Sherman would be a center field type safety and be effective. No way. But he ain't gonna have to cover the whole center field by itself. But would they draft it? So but he, he's not gonna have to cover it by itself. I'm trying to tell you, bro. What the fuck? The Cowboys literally had to play the last five years with no safeties, dog. They had no safeties for the last five years, and they get somebody that know what the fuck he's doing. You're wilding, Josh. Richard would cheat, bro. You're wilding. You're a wilding, bro. You are seriously tripping. You you forgot that Richard was a part of that defense. He was at corner for you guys. That's a problem. He opened tumbage at corner for y'all. <laughs> y'all went to the bowl. Stop disrespecting him, dog. Please. Please. I just don't I just don't know. The the way the safety position is evolving now, I just don't I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't see Sherman as that type of what does it evolve to? <laughs> it's evolved into that hybrid guy that needs to be able to do everything. Pass rush, coverage, deep coverage. Damn. Everything. I the free safety position is has to be like a hybrid player, somebody who can do the whole thing. I think people are really confusing themselves. You're supposed to be able to do everything in every position. <laughs> like it's a problem. You're supposed to do everything. Yeah, every but Richard position. Richard Sherman and stuff like that was getting burnt to Christmas stuff like that during his time with the 49ers at corner. He so you think burnt when safety he was would be any? At he was safety, when most of the guys are at their top speed, yeah, no, there's no way, bro. There's so no you way. need hold on. So your understanding of safety is the safety doesn't move until the fucking receiver gets leverage with them. The safety doesn't get a chance to run in that same 15, 20 yards. That motherfucker got to pick up speed. You would have to anticipate so much because of the fact that he doesn't have the speed to no, get you wilding, bro. You wilding, bro. You watch he has to I'm anticipate just much you, more than the average. For coverage, the average he safety. only has he only has his his parameters. Coverage, man, which they not gonna put Richard in man, especially not the Cowboys when they got fucking linebackers like they do, bro. I'm trying to tell you, bro. The Cowboys, the way the Cowboys defense is set up, they have hybrid linebackers to cover receivers. You get what I'm saying? Like they have linebackers to cover receivers, and they safety supposed to fucking keep the top post. That's the way they've been baking. They, when they got McCall Parsons, it's pretty much told you how the fuck they're going to do it. They're going to let the linebackers do everything, and they're going to have everybody the fuck else play their responsibility. It's pretty much what the fuck the Cowboys about to do. So Richard Sherman fits like uh, fucking Earl. Earl Thomas, he would fit. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to tell you, bro, like, Richard Sherman be a perfect fit for the Cowboys at safety. Perfect fit. I mean, they'll you, win. What do you think? Like what, what do you think? What do you think, Matt Six? Your your team, what you see and everything at safety. Do you think Richard Sherman could be effective? I think he'd be effective because we really ain't got no safety. I mean, is it at the point where? Yeah, it, with, let's with see. They running now, so it would be perfect because they're switching their whole defense. They switching they this year. They switching. What they normally run, so then that's why they brought in Micah. <clears throat> so I think I think he he'll fit in there. But like I say, he gonna face at least a six game suspension for that shit. So six. 
I think he might get like six. Ray Rice got two. Because mm. that was based on the that was based <laughs> like, on the verdict. Kareem Hunt got like four. Well, he didn't even six. It's because the dog had to get sick on him, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's because they had to get you fighting the because police. The canine unit had to get involved. That means it's you're trying to bust down somebody's door. You drunk off your ass. They didn't have to call a canine on you. Because he was fighting the police. That's why. You you missing the point. Mm-hmm. Fuck the canine being called. He was fighting the police. Yep. Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job because he kneeled because of the police. Yeah. He kneeled because of the police. Now he doesn't have a job. Kareem Hunt yes. keeps a white bitch in Cleveland. Who the fuck gives a bitch or give a fuck about a bitch in Cleveland? No disrespect, females. <laughs> but nobody gives a fuck about nobody in Cleveland. I be trying to get y'all clout, but nobody gives a fuck about Cleveland, bro. <laughs> no. Ray Rice being bought, being bought his own wife. <laughs> And he real. Put, he he is. Black. They didn't give a fuck. They didn't give a fuck. I'm they did not. That's, care, that's what I'm saying. But like, they God, care about man. the police and them damn dogs, bro. Yeah. Richard Sherman finna sit for half the year, bro. Yeah. Rich, they give a fuck about the police As, and them damn and dogs. And you know what? No, that's I, why I think you're right. You're right because you're right because Richard Sherman has been one of those vocal leaders in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And for him to slip up like this, making an example out of him, would be the obvious thing that the NFL would do. It'll be a layup, layup, yeah. Shout out to Big Chris. <laughs> It'd be a fucking layup. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's wild. Dude, Dude that's wild. Looking around and be like, you just suspended for the year. Try to suspend it for the whole year because he He'll fought the police. Yeah. Yeah, but he can fight, dog. You they really don't understand. You might as well have gotten in, bro. Bro, I'm trying to tell you, like you if really he not understand. Gotten in and actually fought the father-in-law. He would have got his lowers to suspension. Then having to, are you fucking kidding me right now? He might as well have gotten in. Greg Hardy, Greg Hardy suplexed a female on the bed of guns, my G, and he still played that next Sunday. They had to catch him. Uh, the police. You know what I'm saying? They had to catch him. <laughs> you feel me? Like, I'm trying to tell you, bro. Them motherfuckers give a fuck about the police and them That's damn so dogs. That's so wild. And you That's really not so understand it. Because they think, who going to protect us at the games? Motherfuckers get drunk. We serve beer. You know what I'm saying? These regular top fight security motherfuckers be here, but we got the police here, too. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm telling you, them motherfuckers, the, the police will strike on the motherfuckers not go to not one of them games. <laughs> I'm telling you, the motherfuckers will strike, bro. No, you don't think you understand, bro. <laughs> he, he fought with them for... Just enough to make a headline. We ain't got to really get past that. Now he's going to cut you I, off. I think, I think the timeline was it was like a total of about a 10 to 15 minute confrontation from the time the police got to him to where the time the dog got sick on about like a 10, 15 minute window. So that means either he was, they had a 10 minute conversation and he was fine. And then about five minutes of fighting with the police before they got the dog on him. 
or he was fighting with him a good 10 minutes before he was assaulted a police officer. He punched another police officer. And then he had the he had the lacerations to his ankle that got treated because of the dog. The dog came Did you see the video? Did you see the video of the, the confrontation with the police? Of the with the police? No. Yeah. I'm only so going I, based honestly, on honestly, I'm only bro, going based I, on I say, a lot of a lot of that situation. The reason why I bring it up is because you remember that situation I told you where the, the fucking roster got killed behind my house, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. The sheriff in my home county. This motherfucker, they shot over a hundred and some bullets, and only about 60 or something got into the dude. You know what I'm saying? The dude literally came out and was like, Y'all need to aim better, like talking to his own fucking goddamn sheriff officer. Like, type shit. Y'all need to aim better. You can get the police in a position to be able to control the narrative, bro. Richard Sherman could have been just trying to fucking do some drunk person shit. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, bro. Like, I feel like... I do want to see the body cam footage. Yeah, I don't think they've released it. I haven't seen the body cam. They're going to have to soon. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The body, because it's, it's the like body I keep cam trying footage to get is going to tell the whole confrontation. The whole confrontation will be more in clear view as soon as the body cam footage comes out. I mean, that's prevalent. But yeah, like you, you can't really, you can't really speak on this because this motherfucker has done some shit where you can't even fathom. Nah. That's why I was, that's why I was trying to say, like I'll try and get a benefit of doubt, but it's like, dog, like it's so hard. You doing some wild shit. It's really hard to even rationalize how you fucking thinking. And on top of that, it's a, from from an ignorant standpoint, you a black dude. Where Richard from? <laughs> where is he from? You from L.A.? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's from L.A. I think he's from the Bay Area. Yeah, he went, yeah, he he went, went to Stanford. He went to Stanford. He went to Stanford, but that don't mean he's from the Bay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not exactly sure. That's a good question. He's from Compton. I knew it. I knew he was from L.A., so yeah. Black dude from Compton go to fuck the Stanford? Bro, and you moved to Seattle, bro. That's Ricky, bro. That's Ricky from Boys in the Hood. He made it. <laughs> hey, he almost caught the same fate. Right. Damn. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> hey, more chestnut need to whoop your ass. <laughs> Yeah, almost got the same. Oh hell no! Hey man, hell no! Ricky got shot in the bite. Richard Sherman was gonna get that tank top. What I'm trying to tell you, (laughs) Richard Sherman was gonna hit a (gasps) Richard. (laughs) All right, boy. I'm telling you, I know, I know he was going out. They called him Little Richie. Oh Richie. What's up, Richie? Oh shit. <laughs> oh. That was good. That felt good. I'm poking. <laughs> oh. Uh, thank God it didn't get to that point, but I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey bro, I ain't gonna lie to you. That shit, that shit, uh, hey bro, I ain't gonna flex. 
You don't told me this boy from Compton is fucking on my head right now. <laughs> dog, you can't kick a dog out of you from Compton, bro? Hey, what the fuck is going on, bro? Hey, what the fuck, bro? Am I tripping here, bro? <laughs> hey, you're a football player at that, so you should have like easily been able to put that for you. <laughs> you embarrassing so many people right now, Richard. Like, dog. No, you embarrassing so many people. Hey, I'm telling you, everybody come that he want them Stanford niggas. <laughs> he want them Stanford. He, he Palo Alto nigga. No, he over there. Oh my god! Oh, oh, oh god, bro! Hey, Richard Sherman, bro. We hey, we we love you. We want y'all. To, you know what I'm saying? We want you to get your help, bro. But oh, you gotta get these fucking jokes. You gotta get these jokes, bro. You out here looking crazy. Mm-hmm. You gotta get. We joking. It's all jokes. It's all love. Bro. <laughs> we want you. We want you to get your help if you need exactly. the help. You feel me? Like if you, you know what I'm saying. You was talking about like a whole bunch of different stuff that you know what I mean people shouldn't talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like hurting yourself or harming yourself or harming others, bro. Like you gotta get the help, bro. You gotta talk to somebody. Look, I'm gonna tell you right now. Call me. Call right. me. I tell you what a broke nigga life look like. I'm gonna tell you right now, dog. I'm gonna tell you what a broke nigga life look like. You don't want to be like me. I'm sick. We definitely broke bitch. <laughs> We, we definitely want the best for him. Again, this is the first time anything like this has really happened for him, so hopefully it's just one of those probation slap on the wrist things and he comes in and does good things and finishes off his career that, the right way. But, like Kay said, you, you got to find light in the dark place. You got to catch these jokes, right? You have to. That's just what it has to be in the time being. We wish you nothing but the best. But like any real family member, we got to look at you and go, what the fuck were you thinking, bro? Come on. Come on. Let's make let's make better decisions. We love you, but let's make better decisions. But your this is absolutely ridiculous. Your bot didn't even sound too motherfucking convincing because you couldn't get that dough down. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> you went full. Bro, when you, when you put your arms up, when you put your arms up, my G. What do you think? Like, what do you man, think that door was made? Your of? arms went up straight, like that was open. But at the same time, <laughs> when your arms went up like this, you tried to push the door. You tried to push it after you hit, hit, hit. When you start going like this, like no, your bark is no longer vicious, bro. When I your saw, bark is okay. no longer vicious, when, bro. The, when the, he put, come outside, shit. Man, look, when I he, put like when he put when he put his full shoulder when he put his full shoulder in, I was like, okay, damn, that door's that's a thick ass door. It's holding up everything. But then as soon as I saw him going like this, I'm like, all right, he already gave up. He he's already probably at this point going, fuck, my shoulders are already kind of sore from doing that. I'm gonna tell you, he hit the door. It sounded like he hit it, but. That door ain't it moved. did not budge. That door, that door did not budge. Mm-mm. There was damages moved. to the door, so he did a number, but it held up enough to the point mm-hmm. where it kept him out. Hey, then the video we saw, they chopped that. They chopped that video because if he did, he did damage on that little bit of bullshit right there. That's what they said. They said there was some damages to the door. And now uh, they chopped that fucking video up. You know what I'm saying? They chopped that video up. They said something to spark him. Like they, I want to say it's like they ain't giving us the full story, just like y'all said earlier. They not giving us the full story, bro. 
that that father-in-law did some foul shit. I'm almost certain of it. I know he's still Richard in the room, but I can be damn near certain, bro. It, something has to push I mean, a person I don't, over the edge, I bro. Don't, I don't want to speculate, but what could honestly, even as it, like, you don't children. get drunk and just want to call out a fucking children. family member. Children. Something has children. to happen. It's kids. Kids were involved. It had to be something with his children. Like, he couldn't see his kids or some shit like that, uh, you know what I'm saying? We taking them away, or you know what I'm saying? Something like they trying to break up his home, like some some bullshit it's like up. that. Hell, fuck yeah, hell, bro. By the way, by the you way, think just about it. full disclosure. This is complete. Oh, uh, fantasy this, thoughts of what? But we don't know the full reasons behind it. It's just I, fun to yeah. find out different situations. Yeah. Yeah, this <laughs> Go ahead. Is all Go hypothetical. Ahead. This is assumption. This ain't. This is not fact. I don't know nobody, and we ain't read shit. So, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, bro, some like some gotta push you over the edge, bro. Like some gotta take you there. Like when, like rest in peace when Junior Seau died. Some pushed him over the edge for him to kill himself. You get what I'm saying? Whether it was small or big, some have to push you over the edge. It's like yeah, he took a drastic step, but something happened, bro. You get what I'm saying? It's like they only fucking they stopping at the point where it's like we're starting at the front door where Richard's hitting it and we're ending it where the dog bit him and we got him in handcuffs. And then it's like we're gonna we're gonna miss a whole excerpt when he first got there. Um for the information the that hard, we have and, right before and, and we'll and we'll kind of we'll end it on this point because it's still everything is developing. Not all the information has come out. You still got the body cam footage and all that it needs to come out. The full story of why he even decided to go there. Not so much as just crash his car and ditch it in a parking lot, but he had enough motivation to walk or travel two miles to that location to do what he did to get to that point. There's still a whole lot of information of the reason why he did it. I mean, yeah, he says there's no excuse. He shouldn't have done it. He's right. But knowing the full story definitely gets the full picture in view. Now, obviously, we don't have that information yet. And when that information continues to come and continues to flow, you guys, we will let you know as soon as we find out. But up until this point, that is exactly what has gone on. With Richard Sherman, he had a hearing on Friday at this point. He hasn't been served any jail time or anything like that. But even with the misdemeanors that he has, I think they said there was a possibility of jail time. It was up to, like, the discretion of the judge, who at this point has already said, you know, let the, basically released him without bail, saying he's a, a pillar to the community. So... I do fully believe that it's just going to be one of those slap on the wrist, don't do this shit again type of situations. And it doesn't seem like the wife is being spiteful. She's actually come out for Richard. For Richard. You know, saying this is out of character. This is not something that he does, you know, just something that happened or whatever. So he could be completely fine. But when the whole story finally comes out, it's going to be interesting to see when the picture gets completely painted. So... We'll see when that happens. But until then, 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for hanging out with us here on the 75th episode on this lovely Sunday, hanging out with us on YouTube. If you will get the audio version early tomorrow morning, that way on your drive to work or your drive back, you got us to listen and talk about the foolishness that has happened in the sports world up until this point. Now, we'll see you guys next week. You guys know where to get us on the Twitter at the Joppa's AP. And on YouTube, Grenada Bros Productions, Instagram, PVP underscore sports. Go follow us there. Madsticks is DJMadsticks.com. He's fucking basically blowing up right now. If you guys don't know, you trust me, you will, because this guy, this guy's going. This guy's going places, man. Oh, yeah. This guy's going places. Tell, Tell him a little about, plug it. Tell him a little bit about it. What's going on with you? Uh, you know, uh, E40 coming to town in December, so, you know, got a call, maybe able to, uh, you know, DJ this concert, so, at Golden One, so, you know, we'll see, we'll see, so. Uh, that's it? Oh, what, do you, what about the New York thing, the Philadelphia thing, What's, what happened with us, what's happening? Uh, doing a couple shows, uh, one in New York in uh, August, uh, Philly in August, uh, they're back here for the wedding. I got a show. I got an art show I'm doing this weekend in SAC downtown. Uh, shit, what else? That's about it for now. You, you, <laughs> you see why we say the best in all the country. It's not just the West Coast. This man has expanded his horizons throughout the whole fucking country. So we say the best DJ in the whole country. Fucking me. He's got the credentials to back it up. So there it is. And then for Mr. Country K. What do you got, man? Talk to you. Let the people know where to follow you. Plug your shit. Look at him. What, what is he? What is he? You look like a turkey trying to drown itself. Hey, <laughs> look. <laughs> so, pretty much, um, the only thing I got going on is my black skin. <laughs> That's all I'm able to discuss right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm only able to discuss my black skin and Tom Brady and the Buccaneers right now. Um, the rest of the stuff y'all gotta wait. Outside of that, uh, you can check out my 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 podcast. I do. Uh, I pretty much only just interview people. You know, what I'm saying like pretty much talk uh to different artists and stuff like that, poets, authors, stuff like that. So it's pretty it's pretty uh art based. If you need people need a genre to gravitate to, because it seems like if you don't have something, you know what I'm saying, confining your art or confining your work, they can't accept it. They can't understand Black Seinfeld. You know what I'm saying? That's that's pretty much what it is. It's a podcast about nothing, but we experience everything. Hence the name, Experience Podcast. But that's pretty much out. out that's all I really got going right now that I can discuss. Um, Outside of that, man, y'all uh, make sure y'all stay safe. Wash your hands. Make sure you get your fluids and stuff like that. Um, hey, I had to go to the damn hospital this past weekend a few days ago because of dehydration and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, hey. It's been over a hundred and you're not drinking water, man. Are you serious? Yes, I'm drinking water, fam. It's more the fact of <sighs> distribution and levels. And I'm like... Yes, I'm drinking water and I'm not distributing the water properly because it's like I'll drink some and then it's like I'll be working or doing some shit and then I'll go back in the sun and I ain't really drink that much water. You get what I'm saying? Then I'll be in the yeah. sun for a few hours 
and my body will be fucking dehydrated because I ain't drank that much water to be in the sun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I'm not really, I'm not acting like an athlete nowadays because it's like, I'm not in the sports realm. I'm not training for that, you know what I'm saying? Even though I'm in my home gym and shit. I'm, like, I train every once in a while, but as far as right now, it's like, I'm not going to kick in for like enough, like after my birthday. We're drinking I'm gonna water. I'm going to up in a couple weeks. I'm going to get fucked up in a couple weeks. Believe you me. I, I think <laughs> we all birthday are. birthday coming up. I'm going to be fucked up. In, in, in about in about 30 days, I fully expect to see Matt Six behind the booth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be on the dance floor here in my Mike Epps. Like when Mike Epps is like, man, I can't even hit my James Brown with this shit, man. <laughs> Good, I don't want to see it. And I'm like, shit, I'm about to hit my James Brown. <laughs> And once again, guys, thank you guys for hanging out with us all Pro Chompos episode 75. We will see you guys next week. Deuces. Shout out to Giannis and the Bucks. Whoa, 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 whoa. One more, I guess. Whoa. Whoa. We'll, talk about that. we'll talk about that again. We'll talk about that next week. Stay tuned with that. Stay tuned with that. We'll see y'all later. But we can't leave on the boat, man. Ha <laughs> uh.